So what we watch anime So what we play leak We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what we stay in It don't bother me Living young pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast Episode 174 for November 25th, 2018 My guest this week is Andrew Rowe McVane I'm a guest now? And That's what the, you call me? <laughs> and Connor the cyberpunk monk, Besh. They're only lovers when the mics aren't on. And for <laughs> that, they're guests. And I, of course, am your host, Nathan Reitz. I was trying to do like an NPR thing. Yeah, I, no, I, I noticed you were getting I've your never, NPR voice on. Never listened to NPR. You know, I actually... Stay tuned for after the shitty podcast for our next episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I've, uh, I've only listened to NPR very, very briefly, and that was when I was riding in a carpool with my friend James, and then also I would listen to NPR while I was at work, because uh, our good friend Nick Lotus is, is a host on NPR, so I would listen to, to her segments. Anyway, Andrew Rowe McFain, uh, what games have you played this week? I've played and where can we find you? Play a, play a lot of World of Warcraft. Why? You hear that desperation in his voice? <laughs> he's he's anxious for somebody to just reach out and help him. <laughs> um, it's still uh, it's still doing the same thing over and over again. It sure is. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm real real uh, optimistic about that that end game. That's supposedly real fun. I hope it comes soon. It's not. Uh-huh. It I want you to comes. know. I want you to know. It's not fun. You know what happens at the end game? You do PvP in arenas, and then everything is your fault all the time. And it's work. Oh. At least it was back in like Burning Crusade. I haven't played WoW in a long, long time. And it's I work. I don't even. I don't even know where to go. You know, the worst thing, the worst thing about this game isn't the repetitive quests or the story that I don't care about. It's the fact that that most of the time you spend in the game is going from point A to point B. And that yes. like, that like there's still this archaic concept of you put your time into the game and that gives you the ability to move faster. And that's your reward for wasting so much time is that you get to waste less time in between the repetitive quests. Yeah. You're welcome. I, I, there are so many modern MMOs that do everything that WoW does, but better. And yet here I am. Well, not WoW. Yep. And and I think I told you before, I had a friend who was dating a girl and they would play WoW together. And he he was like, I want to play, I think it was when Star Wars was coming out, Star Wars The Old Republic. And she's like, she's like I don't want to play, I don't want to play another MMO other than WoW. And his response was, why not? And her reasoning was, no MMO will be better than WoW. She didn't think that any MMO would be as good as WoW. I mean, that's just blind reasoning. I don't really support that. She's right. Don't get me wrong. but <laughs> No, she's oh. not. <laughs> and and also, also, something else that's really stupid that I can't believe is still a thing in, in an MMO in current year it is that you can't trade 
between characters that are on different non-connected servers. I, I kind of understand why. They but... no no, but they they it doesn't tell you explicitly which servers are connected. You just find out whenever you go to trade with this person that up oh, you're not allowed to trade with them. Okay, so Can't do so, it. For, so from what I understand, because I don't know much about WoW, but from what I understand, when you do a dungeon, it will actually pair you up with people from different servers and kind of put you into an instance. Is that correct? Well, it, do, it does put you into an instance, yes. Yeah, okay. But I just wanted to make sure. Out, out in the, the open world, it's just, I thought, I thought it was all people from your server, but it's not. It's just random people from random, uh, they call them realms because, you know. They, um, they used to do that, actually. So it used to be, I like when it first started, of course, I have no idea because I only played WoW until like level 17 when it first released. But from what I understand is that when it first started, it was just people from your server. You would only see people from your server. But now and that's probably just because they didn't have a choice otherwise. Well, right. That's this was 2005, 2004. So, long long time ago. But from what you're saying is they've they've upgraded it so you actually see people from different servers in, on your server. Like you can you can interact yeah. with them. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm pretty sure they just combined a whole bunch of them. Like if you look at somebody, yeah. they'll say their name, then the server they're on next to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, okay. that's what it is. Like uh See, can I... So, so I, I understand you, and that's stupid. If you can see somebody in the game, you should be able to trade with them. Like, if yeah. you're playing with them, if you can group with them, you could be able, you should be able to trade with them. Yeah, and you can't, and that's stupid. It is. That's it is really, incredibly stupid. Really stupid that that we're that we're in current year, and unless you just know from the get go that you want to be able to trade with this other person that you both have to be on connected servers. That's like, so weird. Like we, we accomplished solutions for this a long time ago and they, they could easily implement this now, even now, like you just have a centralized database of accounts. Obviously they have something like that or else they wouldn't be able to show up in my fucking session at all. That's that's so I don't correct. Know what yeah. Doing. So that's all you played. That's all you played this week was WoW. Um, I mean, I've been playing some Diablo on Switch, and uh, Fate Go. Like I've said before, they're doing a lot of events right now. Yeah. Um, I did get Santa Altar, uh, Max Ascension, and I have all. Uh, I, I got all the copies of her. So. I uh, I fully upgraded her um, NP. I can't remember what Noble Phantasm. Oh, okay. That was, pr- that was, that was great. Um, but yeah, yeah. Haven't played any any hardcore games because I'm I'm now just a, a casual gamer. You know. Yep, I know it goes. Don't worry. So what uh, about uh, also, work? Also, did... yeah, Sorry. you're probably gonna ask where where you can find yeah. me. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Twitter, Aroa, that's where I post just about everything. Um, and then uh, YouTube, Aroa1337, Twitch, Aroa1337. And you can follow him on Snapchat for 100 tokens. Wait, that's something else. Sorry. 
<laughs> you can follow me on Snapchat for free, baby. <laughs> uh, and what about you, Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh? What games have you played this week? So I haven't been home a lot lately, so I've been playing a whole lot of the Switch, which is Pokemon. to say that I've been yeah, so which is to say I've been switching between Pokemon and Diablo three. Um, now that Diablo is a, now that Diablo lets me choose the torment difficulty, the game is like day and night better because it's just too easy without it. It's I, I do feel like I'm just kind of holding a and watching as everything you know all of my life problems disappear before me. And it's nice, but it's not very stimulating. Now that it's got a difficulty curve coming to it, I'm enjoying it a lot more again. And then Pokemon, just as I'm pretty sure I said last week, I hate the Pokemon Go aspects of that game. They're terrible. Awful. Awful mechanics. But the kid in me who still remembers playing Pokemon Yellow is absolutely ecstatic about the remake and the increased graphics and everything. I just finished the Sylph Tower and got the Master Ball, so... When you walk into whatever gym that is there, uh, the one with the teleporting features and mechanics, and it's all neon out, I, like, blew my mind. I'm so excited for this game sometimes. And then I have to go to catch a Pokemon, and all of that excitement turns to dread. Yeah, I I haven't got that far. I just beat... I've gotten past the third gym. Uh, Sar- Sarge? Surge? Surge. Surge. Sarge Surge. And uh, no, it's Lieutenant. I know, I know, it's Lieutenant Surge. Loser. So, but then if you if it was Sarge Surge, you can make the the joke about it being part of the SS. Anyway, what so- the hell, Nathan? <laughs> there's low hanging fruit, and then there's jokes about Nazism. So, I I like the game again. Like you, I hate the Pokemon Go aspects of the game. Oh, they're terrible, man! Terrible. Oh, uh, but I did. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what games I played. One was Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, and my sister's like, "Bring it to my house." I'm like, "Okay," and so I took it over there and I created an account for her because I wasn't letting her touch my account, of course. And I, you know, let her start up the game and stuff, and then I joined in because you can have multi multiplayer, and doing that makes everything stupid easy. Because you have two people, and when you're trying to catch Pokemon, both of you can uh, fire out your Pokeballs. And if you hit... Rapid fire throw out Pokeballs at them? Well, here's the thing, though. If you both hit the person at the same time, or the Pokemon at the same time, it makes that hit more powerful. So pretty much you have an unlimited amount of chances to just get the Pokemon. And if you hit at the same time... It will make it more powerful, and you have pretty much no chance of not getting the Pokemon at that point. Not only that, every fight turns into a handicap match. So I get, I was the second player, and I would get the second Pokemon in my sister's turn order. My sister would get, of course, you know, Pikachu or whoever was in the first slot. And so there would be two Pokemon. Fighting one Pokemon, it makes it stupid easy. Well, that's just silly. I know. (laughs) So theoretically, like, say you're going against Lieutenant Surge, you would have, you could have two Geodudes fighting one Raichu, and it would just be ridiculously easy. But if you play it normally, it's still ridiculously easy, so... I, like, have you had any problems winning any of the battles, Connor? 
I have, but I am playing a little bit differently than I usually do. Nuzlocke run, I got, got like, it. It's not Nuzlocke, although Nuzlocke would be fun now that you say that. it's I, I'm kind of just trying to get my Pokedex filled up as much as I can like on a solo mm-hmm. run. So instead of getting a team of people who can survive battles, I have like the three the ones that I'm usually using, which, you know, if somebody has a psychic type or a dark type or something like that, I'm just fucked. And the other ones I swap out for whoever needs the most experience, uh, the, the least amount of experience to level up next. Psychic was overpowered in Red and Blue. Gen 1? Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's overpowered it throughout all of the games, but Psychic and Gen 1 just obliterated everything that wasn't Psychic. That's why two of my uh, my heavy hitters, which is currently Kadabra and Haunter, yeah. both use mostly psychic moves. Yes. Yes, indeed. But so, as you said, this game just isn't difficult. And I have shaken my second Joy-Con to get a, an extra Pokemon before, mostly just to try it out. But it does make the battles a little halfably easy. It does. It does. It's almost I've, like this children's game wasn't made for us, Nathan. Yeah. Okay. So I forgot to ask you, where can we find you? You can find me at Twitter, cyberpunk underscore monk, where I'll probably be complaining about all the snow in Illinois for the next couple of days. Year, months, next couple I hope of months. That I, get, uh, I hope I get snowed out of work again. That'd be great. That'd be nice. Yeah. I, I can't get snowed out of work because I live a quarter of a mile away. They'd just be like, hey, show up. And I'd be like, no, I, have yeah. to, I have to drive into Chicago tomorrow, and I'm really hoping they'll just be like, uh, nobody showed up, so we could reschedule. Yeah. Probably not, but I hope. Nah, uh, yeah, not. It, it hasn't snowed here at all yet. Dang it. So, another game I played a lot of this week was Fallout 76, and it is still okay. I don't know. Um, like, I know there's a lot of people who are complaining about the not having NPCs and not having, like, NPCs give you quests. And I understand that. But after playing Fallout 76 for a while, I've realized that you don't really interact with NPCs in Fallout games anyway. Like what the you, hell are you talking about? You do. What the hell are you but talking about? You do, but the majority of the time, you're just wandering around and exploring. Yeah. Like you, 90% of the time. Yeah, you yeah. explore until you find people to interact with. Yeah. But, but there what do you are... Think this is Fallout 76? <laughs> but like when I would play Fallout uh, 4 or Fallout 3 even, 90% of my time is not interacting with people it's doing quests which they do have quests in fallout 76 they're just not given by humans okay so i I know what you're saying yes that's that most most of your time is out wandering the wasteland fighting random bandits and what have you yeah out in the wilderness the thing is so uh, so i i will i will be forthcoming and say maybe maybe my perspective is highly skewed because i haven't played the game myself but Sure does seem like there are only three enemies in the game. I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, there are more than three enemies in the game. Like, like it's, they it's, do have a diverse section of enemies. They're yeah, all okay, so, you know, it, sectioned it, out. It so like once you're high level, you're fighting. Gonna... You're fighting scorched and super mutants, maybe, and and regular old ghouls. So those are there. Are, those are three of them. But then you have all the like bug creatures. Um, rad roaches, rad rats. But like, mole is rats. there anything else that's actually intelligent? Um, I'm not. No, there's there's a few new enemies, but there. But as you're saying, no, there's not anything that's intelligent other than the robots. You do fight robots. Cause like, so so you fight Mister Handies, which I think is a great me, name. To me, what makes what makes 
Fallout enemies interesting and, and the stories in Fallout and, and other Bethesda games interesting is usually like the environmental storytelling that goes along with the quest that you're on. Right. Or just the, the individual story involved with the quest that you're on that's told through the characters that you're encountering during that quest. So like, they they still have that, but... In the form of audio logs. Yeah, in the form of audio logs, and, and you go to a different place and you get another audio log that tells you kind of the story of what's happened to those Which people. Which is stupid. Eh. It, I mean, they had it in Fallout 4, too, just not to this extent. But not and, to that degree, because I, in Fallout 4, you could still go out on a quest and then go, hey, what's going on with this doctor? Uh, I don't know. What's, what's this doctor doing down in this hole? Oh, turns out he's been murdering people and cutting them up in little pieces. Whoa, that's pretty wacky. No, that didn't happen. One of them was a cannibal. The one I, there was a, there was a, I only watched somebody else play it because I didn't like Fallout 4. Yeah, Fallout 4 is actually a pretty bad Fallout game. It's really not great. Not not a good Fallout game. Yeah, it's not. I, I, I tend to agree. It's, it's okay. It, I, I want to say New Vegas was really good. One and two were, of course, great. New Vegas was really, really good. Um, but I, I mean, I think that, they're going to add an expansion later on or an update that does oh, put good. NPCs in the game. Oh, good. I'm so glad that they're going to make the game good after everyone already paid full price for it. And then they put it on sale a week later because no one bought it. Well, I was going to say it's $35 now. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. I, that gives me a lot of confidence in this in game. The yeah. game. Yeah. yeah I paid, it doesn't piss me game, off at all. I would, I would be, be so pissed, pissed off. I I bought it for sixty dollars, so I'm a, I'm a little irritated. What was it? Did was it Sim City? Sim Sim City. I think, I think Sim like City seven years that. ago when that came out. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, like, like because they had the, an awful launch, and then I'm pretty sure they put it on sale shortly afterward. This has happened multiple times before, but I have to I, say, I I, I I played Sim City at launch. And I played Fallout 76 at launch, and Fallout 76 is way better than SimCity was. I, I mean, I tried to play Fallout, or uh, tried to play SimCity at launch. And it didn't work. <laughs> you couldn't play it. No, no, you couldn't. <laughs> you just didn't launch. It just didn't work. It didn't work at all. That's so, not like it's a total oddity in the video game. Do you guys remember the release of Diablo 3? Same thing. The what a was... brand new game. Ain't nobody could yeah. play it. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, that one that one didn't do poorly though, just because it's Blizzard, I think. Well, it didn't do poorly from a sales perspective, but it definitely that was a game that got changed fundamentally from its from its starting state into remember, what it re- became. Remember when they first launched it and they're like, "We're going to have an auction house where you can sell your items for real it money." Was, it was cool as fuck. I loved it, but I do un- also understand like at the time, I didn't understand the idea of a good game being a balanced one. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. And I I didn't really comprehend the idea that maybe people don't want to spend, you know, a couple hundred bucks on a virtual axe that will make them super strong, and that games like that would obviously be balanced in such a way where it would incentivize buying and selling items like that rather than incentivizing fun of play. Yeah. So because I, I, I loved the auction house whenever Diablo three first launched. 
but and my uh john john made john uh, yeah john john made uh john made like 40 bucks oh nice off of off of the diablo 3 auction house when it came out well that's I thought that was you know cool as two, hell. two-thirds of what he paid cool. so yeah i had i had a friend who i mentioned that to i was like yeah they're gonna open an auction house freaking stupid and he was just like i'm gonna make so much money on it i'm like no you're not <laughs> he's he he was he was under the impression he would make hundreds of dollars on the auction house and i was just like no that's not gonna happen and they I'm gonna quit my I, job and play diablo 3 i yeah. bet if you turned it if if it had continued and you could have turned it into like a legit like grind fest like that was what you did from morning to night yeah and if like streaming had been the powerhouse of a market that it is now I bet you actually could have done a fair job at at having an income from that. Yeah, but I don't think he had the de- he didn't have the dedication to do that. No, I I, I just mean in general though. I can yeah. understand why somebody would have that idea, other than the fact that humans are inherently flawed and just think that statistics aren't real. Yeah. So I had a I had another thing I played this week, which was I got a computer. Uh, we were throwing out computers. And I was like, I asked my boss, and I was like, hey, can I, since we're we're throwing these out anyway, can I have this? And she's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm like, sweet. And so I have set up myself a uh, dual streaming PC setup. And uh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I need to, it's only a four-core, four-thread processor on the secondary PC, which is okay. But, what difference does it make if you're not doing anything else on it? Yeah, but you can have higher, better. You can have better quality if you have more threads or more cores. You're just, you're just using X264 and nothing else. Yeah, but also there's no way um, that's maxing out a quad core processor unless it's like a fucking. It's like not first gen it's, core. It, it's not. It's a. It's a third. It's an Ivy Bridge. It's an Ivy Bridge. Pro, Ivy Bridge processor. 30, um, like yeah, thirty-two twenty or something. It's a thirty-four seventy. Thirty-four seventy. Anyway, in, in, Intel's numbering is dumb. it is it is weird. But anyway, so it doesn't have a graphics card in it though, and that's the main limiting factor. It is eating up like eighty percent of my GPU because it's just using the onboard GPU. Uh, have... Oh well, yeah, but what else would it need to? do that or use with that yeah so i i well what i did was i just ordered a um like a 660 from ebay for like 60 bucks overkill probably but for 60 bucks then whatever but uh i believe the 600 series is when they started coming out when they came out with nve and c in case i wanted to ever use that well that's what that's what i was saying or was going to say until you said it was only 60 bucks because uh yeah you can get like a 730 for a little, like forty or fifty. Yeah. Brand new. I, if I was to do that, I would have bought, probably got the seven fifty Ti. Is is the other one I was looking at, but I think the six sixty will do just fine. And oh, then yeah, I had to buy a new power supply. But now you're gonna love the power supply I bought because it's a five hundred watt white EVGA power supply. And I that was like, disgusting. It is. It like, is not in a good way. It is, but. It was only twenty five dollars, and it's uh, yeah. I was like, eh, 
it's a throwaway PC, kinda. So, um, one thing I did find out though is that you can transmit your audio over IP address through voice meter. Yes. I did not know that, and I figured out yeah, how to do it, like, and it's amazing. It's one of its big features. So I'm using that right now, and uh, it seems to be doing very well, actually. Oh, and I had bought that. How uh, is it on latency? Um, Perfect. It's cool. like it, the audio is perfect. The game capture is a little bit, uh, it's about like half a second behind when it comes from, perfect. like, because I have a capture card that's yeah. going to my on my second PC. And mm-hmm. I think that has to do that I don't have an actual graphics card in there. And so I think that it's causing a little bit higher latency on the video portion of it. But I'm not too worried about that. So once I get a graphics card put in there this Friday, I should be all good to go. It'll be amazing. And you can find that at uh, mixer.com forward slash Reeton. That's where I stream. You can find me at Twitter at, at Reeton. You can find me uh, on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Reeton. And what else? Am I missing anything? You can find the podcast at ReetonEntertainment.com or on any of the streaming platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, like the one that Stitcher, you're listening to in. right now. Yeah. This is my favorite part of the podcast where we find out where we're <laughs> listening to the podcast on. Hey, hey. <laughs> I, hey. I want you to, to write a review specifically on iTunes, five stars, that says, hey, you featured the podcast catcher that I use. Thanks, Nathan. <laughs> you're welcome. Like and subscribe and favorite and, yes. and YouTube sign off. Anyway, let's move on to some stories. Uh, this one is one that Aroa uh, brought up, and it's Dead or Alive Extreme 3. Uh, official white website, open version differences, detailed. So, so the, the main point of this, and I didn't, I didn't say it. Is it uh, Extreme Beach Volleyball? It, it is. is okay. Um, so the, the reason I brought this up is the censorship between the PS4 version and the Switch version. Now, have have either of you looked at the article already? Because I want you to not if you haven't. I <sighs> I haven't. I've just read the headline. All right. Did, did, Connor, did you look at it already? I opened it. I haven't read it yet, though. Okay. Yeah. I want you to guess which version is more censored, the Nintendo one or the Sony one? I'm going to imagine, since you asked that question, it's the Sony one. I would actually think it's the Nintendo one. I feel like their censorship team would probably be on fleek. See, you would think that, but Nathan is indeed right. It was a trick question. So so here's the thing, though. Um, Connor said on fleek, so unfortunately this is going to be his last podcast. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> he did it. He finally made me mad enough. No, uh, so the Nintendo version is less censored. Please go yeah. on. So for some stupid reason... And I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why the console on which games such as Sinran Kagura and even Dead or Alive Five, like those are the most popular fucking platforms for the, for those games. I don't know why you change your policy all of a sudden, where it's like, no, don't include the the fan that shakes girls boobs 
okay, don't okay, include but, the the massage mini game. But 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 he they have soft 4D on the Nintendo yes, Switch on the Switch version. So the Switch version, Switch version includes the fan that the item's only purpose is to let you do a little mini game where you shake the girl's boobs. Not not only do you have that, but also through the use of HD Rumble, it simulates boob physics through the controllers. See, I I felt a boob before, and I just holding a, a Joy-Con right now. I don't I don't see the connection. <laughs> One time. So One it's, time. It's it's incredible to me that that Nintendo is is the company. Nintendo of America is the company who decided let's take out the touching mini game from one of our own games because it might not work well for that was for Fire Emblem, right? That was Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, Nintendo is now the one on which there is an exclusive Senran Kagura game where the only gameplay is just massaging a girl in various pseudo erotic ways. So they also have VR Paradise? Yeah, and I don't know what that is, but for one, it's something where you have to buy, I believe, a a separate piece of DLC to be able to play it. And also, I I think that it's like um, on older uh, Dead or Alive beach volleyball games, there was a mode where you basically just took pictures of the girls in various poses and stuff. So Uh, there's even. One of them had a pole dancing thing where you just watched a girl they, like they, they had the same mocap uh, for every girl, but you could just watch them do a pole dance and like change camera angles and stuff. So sounds like uh, riveting gameplay. Like that, yeah. But so, it's in VR. So I'm going to read through some of the um, some of the features in some of the games. I'm not going to read which ones have what, but I'm just going to re- read the names. Jet black fan, okay. Gold fan, okay. Softening gel, okay. That's a uh, that's something that that's there. Um, although I do want to say that the Sony one has uh twice as good of frame rate as the Switch it one. It does. It's it's obviously going to look way way better on the PS4. But why would you bother if you're it, losing out on content? Right, and if you're buying this game. You want the boob jiggling you want mechanics. That content. Yeah. Um I'm just looking through the resolution, of course, is higher on the PS4 as well. It's 1080p while the uh while the switch is 720p not docked uh in handheld mode and then 900 p docked. Which actually I think is pretty decent. Like considering when the PS4 and Xbox One originally came out. Uh, the Xbox One was doing 900p, so I yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to get this game. I've never got any of these games because uh, no. However, are you going to be getting this game, Aroa? Probably not. I've I've never really enjoyed any of the beach volleyball games. They're just I I'm really not somebody. You wouldn't. I, I guess you probably wouldn't expect this out of me, but I'm just not somebody who likes eroticism for the sake of eroticism even with 2d girls yeah i don't like the like it's 
well, th- there's a couple reasons I don't. I just don't find it's it's two D. It's animated girls. I just don't. Oh, I I don't care. have a problem with anime girls. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love I love anime girls. Yeah, I love but, them. I. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't. I I just don't care about weird. like I don't care. It's weird about that. And then also, I just this is talking to the lowest common denominator. Like I the, I, the thing the thing about that though is that you also have to consider the difference between the way that sexuality is viewed in America versus in Japan. And yeah, the main thing with that is that a lot of what we think is purely erotic is funny over there. They, they oh, yeah. find ex- they find extreme, like erotic without being overtly sexual, to to be funny, and I think that's just a difference in the way that our cultures work. Yeah, our cultures. Uh, and, and I think it's it. I think it's partially because of how much, uh, we have people who try to demonize, yeah, uh, sexuality in in our culture, and. So you know we're we're basically told from a very young age by people that sex is bad. And I don't know I, again I'm not, you know, huge uh wealth of knowledge when it comes to like what they do in in Japan, but I would imagine that it's still not as bad as sometimes like you're going to hell if you have sex is what we're told. I was uh I was actually told that yesterday. I was told uh that I'm going to hell. Oh. Yep. I was at church for, so for having know. sex? Uh no, just just that I was going to hell. I mean, um, I've I've been told that multiple times. I yeah. Don't, uh, yeah. Don't particularly care cuz I can't go somewhere that don't exist, baby. I know, that's what I was thinking. Uh but anyway, I will probably not be getting this game. What about you, uh Connor? Oh yeah, I actually uh, while we were playing this year podcast, I uh, I pre-ordered it, and uh, they, the developers were so ecstatic about my enthusiasm that they gave me an early copy of it. And you know, I'm, I'm playing with the physics right now. <laughs> right now, actually, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to uh, Koei Tecmo and see if I can get a, a review copy of this game, and I will give it to Aroa. And I'd, I'm, I'd, I'd do it. He don't. You would totally do it. do it. Yeah, I don't trust Connor because last time I gave him a review code. What did he do? Didn't do it. Exactly. Let's move yeah. on. And the game failed. You never did. You never did do that, by the way. Nope. <laughs> you said something about that to me, and then it nothing ever came of it, and I was kind of sad. Yeah, I did. I mean, I still have like my script on my hard drive here and everything. The, but once the footage that I did got corrupted, I was just kind of like, mm, that's going to be a lot of work to get that back. And then the game doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I wanted him to release it on the day the game died, but he wouldn't do it. This oh, game well. is terrible. It's shutting down tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, let's move on to uh, Steam. Steam has a little box called the Steam Link. And what that box is, you hook it up to your TV, and you can basically stream your computer to your uh, TV, to a different box, and you can play games that way. So let's say you want to, instead of using your computer, you just want to sit down and play games with your friend in the living room, or you want to sit down in your bed and play games in there. Well, you can do that with the Steam Link. 
it runs in big picture mode, and it doesn't exist anymore. Well, it does exist, wah, wah. but it's in very limited quantities. They're basically just trying to sell out the stock, and I've noticed that they've just been putting these things on super discounts, like two dollars to buy a Steam Link plus shipping. So it's like five bucks they, shipping. They actually, at one point, I remember they 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 started tying it in with like games. So yeah. like you bought a game that was already at a huge discount and it just came with a steam link. Like, uh, uh, there, there was an indie game actually that I almost bought because I wanted the game. And then it came with the steam link just as, just the, as a throw in thing. But the shipping for the steam link was actually more than the cost of the game combined with the steam link. Yeah. It ended up being like eight bucks altogether. I think, I think I bought yeah. that. I think I bought that. Uh, it was, uh, Icy was the game. It wasn't a very good game. Really? That's disappointing. It was all right. Like, they rely on the same joke too much. Like, oh, it, it, look at me. I'm the developer. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, what, I, what do you think you're right, Toby Fox? Yeah. What I read and heard was that it was like, it was trying really hard to be a Stanley Parable, but as a 2D brawler. Yeah, and it would be like, hey, go this way, and then you would go the opposite way, and it'd be like, no, you don't. I mean, there were some cool things in it, like um if you went if you went somewhere fast enough, like if you if you jumped across, you could kind of skip part of the game, and the guy would be like, Oh, come on, I, I played I made this just for you. Uh but it wasn't it wasn't very competent. Like they should have spent more time making the game fun and then putting in that stuff instead of kind of basing the game around that joke. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, I want to say uh, the, the MMO grinder. He, he actually did a review of that. So I keep forgetting that he exists. I, I like his stuff. I think he, he does. He puts a lot of effort into his videos and uh, they're well made. So. You should, uh, people should watch that. So the Steam link has been discontinued. Um, they're basically selling out the rest of the stock and then they're not going to make it anymore. And what's the reason why they're doing this, Aroa? Uh, well, I mean, nobody's really sure what their plan is, but they've said that they're just going to focus on supporting the Steam links that are already out there which basically probably means like stability and security fixes and no new features. Uh, but they're also going to start, or they're, they're going to focus on the mobile apps and like getting the Apple TV app back on the market and their Android TV app going again, or well, going. Um, I, I did a thing where I talk on the way home from work uh, video uh, about it. it. I watched it. And it, uh, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. I hope that it's not just doing the apps because while the apps are cool and all, uh, there's something, something neat to me about having a dedicated box for that. But I was talking, I was talking with my other friend about it and it's probably just that the market's not there, that there's just not enough people who want one dedicated box for streaming games to their to their uh, TV whenever there are already other set-top boxes that serve multiple purposes that they could use for the same Well, thing. and they're starting to allow you to use your phones and like the 
the fire sticks and stuff to do the same thing. Yeah, and that, and that, that's what I'm saying is yeah. like whenever whenever you have multi-purpose devices that can accomplish the exact same thing, what's the point in having in manufacturing and selling a dedicated box for it? Like, yeah, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Their hardware division is is trying to move games forward and having the steam link doesn't really do anything with that. Yeah. So uh, unless they can come up with some kind of crazy new solution, like kind of like how with the the Vive uh, wireless thing where they're using Wi-Di tech to do super low latency wireless display for the, the Vive headset. Like if they can do something like that, where it's, it's even lower latency and there's no network requirement and it's all wireless. Maybe that'd be something, but it would also still have to be just as cheap as the steam link or else nobody's going to buy it. Right. Right. The enthusiast crowd, which is kind of where they were already at. All the only people who were brought buying it were probably just the enthusiast crowd. And while that is a market, it's not a big market. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of the thing where like Intel's at from what I understand is that they don't make, a lot of their money from people building PCs and and kind of the gaming market. They make their money on business. So they, you know, sell high-end server stuff. And then the other the consumer stuff is kind of an afterthought. Oh, and that's and, like look at look at uh Optane or whatever. Oh, that stuff is great. Like, like that that stuff it it launched as an enthusiast product. But over time, they're gonna start. They're gonna start marketing that as like a server storage replacement or something. Like oh yeah, that yeah. Because it's it's so much faster than SSD. Yeah, it is, and and that would be neat. I know that. I just, I love SSDs, and I'm so happy that they're getting rid of mechanical drives, pretty much. Um, well, until until is it Seagate? Yeah, Seagate is coming out with their their dual actuator hard drives. Yeah, are those like the hybrid drives or something? No, they're, they're not even hybrid drives. They're like they're they're they're, they're, they're like a RAID zero inside of one drive, uh-huh. almost. Well, well, what they are is they have multiple actuators on the heads. So, say you have you, normally you have one actuator, so you have like four heads, but it, they move all at the same time. However, with the new drives, you'll have dual actuators, so they can move different heads at different times. So it increases the speed uh, by, you know, pretty much double of what what it normally is. And they said that they can get not too SSD quality like speed, but pretty darn close with just two I, actuators. The, the yeah, well, okay, maybe with two actuators because they could do. They 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 published numbers that were over slower SSD speeds. I honestly doubt that 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 it would run like that in actual use. You know what I mean? I I, yeah. I doubt that. But they're also they're probably not in random. No. Yeah. You're, you're right. Yeah. However, probably like sequential. Yeah, I think it is sequential. Is the is what they did? But anyway, they're gonna. They said that they can up it to four actuators. Which would be uh, most likely at or above lower end SSD speeds, which would be great, especially if you could get you know two terabytes for a hundred bucks at that speed. That would be amazing. 
So hopefully that that will take off. Although the only thing I'm scared of is that that's going to be patented technology. So other people won't be able to use it unless they license it out. So hopefully they do license it out because that'd be really cool. Uh, to just have a bunch of hard drives doing the same thing. Anyway, let's move on to our next story that Connor brought up. Uh, this one's about the artificial intelligence improving highway safety. Mm-hmm. So I found this on NPR. A uh, friend of the show, Nick Lotus, posted it, and I thought it was really interesting. So I thought we'd take a minute to talk about it. So what's going on is I don't recall the exact part of the strip uh, in Las Vegas, but it's a part of US 95 between I-15 and the Rainbow Boulevard curve. Whatever the hell that means. And what they've, been do- what they've been doing is the Highway Patrol of Las Vegas has been teaming up with this company called, it's like Waytech or something, Waycare. And um, what Waycare does is they are assisting the Highway Patrol with setting up like notifications whenever there's collisions or accidents or traffic or just any sort of congestion so that riders can best be prepared and circumvent this. And what they found is that there's a 17% reduction in crashes along this portion of the northbound interstate, just because people are able to be rapidly notified of the issue and better get the, the, the highway patrol services that need to be able to get to where they need to to clear up the congestion going. Well, and good. this this spurred an idea in my little noodle thinking about, well, how are we going to be using artificial intelligence in these coming years to optimize not only just the highway patrols, but other parts of my life? Uh, for example, it kind of made me think of what Japan did, or Tokyo specifically, with their railway system. The way that they optimized theirs is they treated every you know major city or every hub that you'd want to go to, they treated it as a node, and then they got some fungus around, and each node was represented by some sort of nutrient paste or something like that. And then the rules of nature, which is, you know, spend the least amount of energy, and whoever gets the food first wins. Uh, this fungus spanned out in a way that Japan used to make their railroad system or uh, subway system more like as optimized as it could be. And I'm thinking, what happens when we take that sort of principle and apply it from an artificial intelligence standpoint? You know, are we going to have something that can do better than A-star in finding efficient paths? I'm actually kind of excited to ri- ride the railway system in Japan. That's right. You are going to Japan um, as a... Uh, is the railway system the bullet train, or is that more of an overland thing? I don't know enough about. The... So th- there's a subway system that I want that I'm going to ride, and then there's also like bullet trains that I'm going to be taking from uh, where we're staying to Nagoya because we're going to go there one day and go to Legoland because my sister wants to go to Legoland. Me. Um, and so I'm really excited because they're supposed to be super efficient, and I remember there was a story a couple months ago where they apologized because one of the subways took off 11 seconds early unforgivable i know if you're in chicago using the metro it's like 40 plus minutes different sometime with no notification yeah so japan has a they're notoriously on time like all of their subways are on time all the time and it is amazing so the only other thing i know about it is sometimes they have cats who run the train stations not running them but like as employees well yeah awesome cats are adorable i think there's a dog that was elected as a mayor somewhere and he was in japan uh no in the united states and bless this country and um i think he won (laughs) re-election because it's like i'm about for a dog um anyway let's move on to our, our next story 
And that is going to be Kingdom Hearts 3. Who here is excited about Kingdom Hearts 3, Connor? I No, I'm not. Oh, okay. What? I thought I thought you had more of a chance of being excited about it than Aroa. No, I the only Kingdom Hearts game I've liked is Birth by Sleep. The other ones, what? I'm oh god, I'm just not the target Wait, audience. Do, for what games. is wrong with you? Do you like I, the games, Aroa? Yes. Wow, I I totally I totally got that confused. I thought you would hate the because you don't like Disney. No, I don't. But Wait, I love Kingdom Hearts too. Oh, okay. So you're gonna get? Are you gonna get Kingdom Hearts three? Yeah, I'll probably get it. I I actually haven't beaten one. I, I beat whenever, two. Whenever the whenever the the fucking um whenever the announcement trailer first played, like the the very first one, I, I squeed like a like a little girl at a at a insert pop star concert. It what sick reference, bro? One Direction. Is, One they... Direction, they're still relevant, right? The Jonas Brothers, the Justin Bieber. Uh, oh, Hanson, Hanson. In- that's who. Yes. Actually, from what I hear, Hanson's actually a pretty decent band. Now, anyway, um, you squeed like a little girl at a Justin Bieber concert, and uh, I I really love this story because there there's. A Chinese game site has to censor Kingdom Hearts three pictures because the the I what was the president emperor of I don't know what the, what they are in China he's trying to be emperor. Um, there's a meme that goes around that says that he looks like Winnie the Pooh, and so instead of taking Winnie the Pooh out of the game, <laughs> they just. <laughs> Like use the erase tool in Photoshop and just erase Winnie the Pooh except for his feet. It's amazing. And we'll just have like fourteen point bloom, zero brush strength, and we'll just we'll just erase that right from the footage. <laughs> it is pretty great. And I don't know what they're gonna do when the game actually comes out. Like, cause Winnie the Pooh's in the game. So are they going to just do this over every scene with Winnie the Pooh? That's just going to be a white like outline. That was the, of... the, wait, was it not just the the website? Yeah, the the web, the game's website that published the images censored it out. Not not right, Enix. right, right. And I understand that, but like, uh, but yeah, uh, it isn't. They, John they said Ol- it's not clear. John Oliver to... got. HBO's website banned in China for like a week because they made fun of the the president for looking like Winnie the Pooh. Huh. Yeah, he so, takes it very seriously. So he 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 gets super offended by it, which is why we should just send him pictures of Winnie the Pooh all the time. But I wonder what they're going to do when the game releases. Like is he going to be like, "No, you need to censor that." Because Probably. that that would be something that a state-run government like that could do. So, um, of course, that's why we can't have universal health care. Um, so anyway, I think that, that this is hilarious. And I'm still confused as to why Oroa likes Kingdom Hearts. 
Aro has showed time and time again that he cannot be trusted with his video game opinions. This is nothing new. <laughs> I like Kingdom Hearts, though. But you also I, I hated the first hit. one. The, the first one was awful. I tried playing the first one again, um, and it's it's not very well made. Like no. the controls no. are pretty terrible. Um, and I'm sure the I'm sure the gameplay is okay, but the controls are awful. It's awful. Um, but you like the second one? Yeah. Uh, why is that? It's just it's just fun. It's oh okay. It's some of the best like action RPG gameplay that I've ever experienced. It is the standard by which I judge all other action RPGs. That actually explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You know what games I don't like that a lot of people really like? The Tales games. I hate the combat system in the Tales, like Tales of Symphonia and stuff. Never played any of them. I I don't like them. I don't like them. Wait, was, was one of those on SNES? Yes. What was there a Tales game on SNES series? Let's look up the Tales game series. Tales of Fantasia. That's the one. I watched somebody play that, and it honestly looked like if I had been around when that came out, I probably would have like freaked the fuck out at how innovative it was. Yeah, I think but... I played. I played one of them for the PlayStation. And I didn't like it very much. Um, of course. Some of the best RPGs are uh, like Xeno, like a lot of Square Square games. So like Xeno Gears was amazing on the PlayStation. But I was like, I was all about RPGs when I was younger. So I would like get anything that was an RPG and try to play it. And I rented one of the Tales games. I forget which, which one it was. And I was not impressed. Thankfully, I didn't buy it, but I was not impressed because uh, if I had bought it, my parents had a rule that um, I only got one no game laps. every. I I got one game every six months, pretty much, and it, which I think is unfair because I only got one game, but they could buy meth all the time. It just <laughs> it, like it was just not fair to me because I was like, you know, you could just stop doing meth and then you could buy me more video games, and they're like, no, that's not going to happen. They're like, all See, right, I gotta look. say. Uh, my parents did. Right. Yeah, my parents didn't do meth, and I got less video games than you. <laughs> so I mean, I think you got it pretty good. Yeah, I got yeah. I got a lot of video games, and I barely had parents when I was young. You barely had parents. Yeah. Were they trying to buy your love? Yeah. You know when did I heard. No. When I heard about that, no, like I don't trust either of them now. Like, like when when parents would get divorced, and then like they like the parents would try to buy your love type thing. Like, so your dad would get you really good gifts, and then your mom would get you really good gifts. I'm like, why the fuck didn't that happen to me? See, like, I got the opposite side of that. They were just like, ah, eh, the other one will take care of it, and they never. Well, did. It was it was really so. It, it was really just that my I stayed with my grandma all the time. Because your grandma's awesome. Dad your grandma's your grandma. I really like your grandma. Yeah, and she tried to buy my love, which, uh, yeah, that worked. Yeah, well, I mean, your grandma's great, by the way. We we she, love she, your grandma too. Uh, we we actually had uh we had a party for her fiftieth wedding anniversary yesterday. Oh, yeah. The I had to go to a a funeral, and uh, yep. they had been married yep. for sixty years. Well, they're dead now, aren't they? Well, the 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 grandpa is. One of them. Yeah, the grandpa's dead. 
Um, it was kind of sad. You know, he was 79, so he was, he, he oh, lived that... a, a nice old age, but, um, I guess I'm willing to bet it wasn't so nice near the end. Was yeah. Unfortunate, though. Yeah. It was, it was pretty unfortunate that he died though. He was, a he was, he, I, he was kind of a jerk most of the time, but he did let me go to his house and eat food. So, you know, not all that bad. Um, Anyway, you're the best at sympathy. I'm I'm terrible. That's this is why I don't go to funerals and stuff because I'm like ah, uh, uh, I can't do anything. I liked him. He gave me food. Um, but I I really hope your grandma lives a long, long time. She seems awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be a rough time. I bet. I bet it she's, is. She's getting there. She's uh. I want to say she's she's 68 or something like that so you got you got like at yeah, maybe least 10 years. At, well maybe <laughs> you're giving your grandma some like not enough credit there i don't know she doesn't take care of herself that's for sure oh okay um but she does i remember you've told me that what she'll do is during the holidays she'll just like max out all of her credit cards to buy you stuff yep that why I've tried I... to I've tried to get her to stop doing that. Yeah. Since, you know, she her husband is trying to uh trying to retire. Wait, and what? That's he, not wait, really how, possible. How, how old is he? Six, 70. 60. And he's not retired yet? No. Welcome to America. America he, sucks. Uh, what really sucks is that no one told him what a 401k is until last year. Oh no. What? Yeah. What? He didn't he didn't actually know what a 401k was. Did he have one? Like No. Oh no. So he has he has next to no retirement money. Uh so they're going to be they're going to be living off of social security. Oh no. Yeah. That that sucks. Yeah. Well, this yeah. has been another episode of the Depression podcast. <laughs> uh we're actually this is a we're thrown if in. I can't ruin the podcast in one way. I have to ruin it in another. We're uh we're starting a GoFundMe for Rose grandparents. They need <laughs> um they need four hundred thousand dollars. Um, hopefully we can get that by next week. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> no, if no. only they were. If only they were a homeless guy. Yeah. Then, uh, then we could we could get the money easily. A homeless drug addict. If only they were yep. a homeless drug addict. And then you know we're all white, so we could just be like, yes, we're being uh, philanthropic and and all this. Except we'll actually give them the money well, instead no, of no, 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 taking it. Did did you read about that? There there was a lot of mixed shit going on there, but the the guy was ultimately getting fucked. Well, yes and no, because there was a lawsuit at the end of it. There was a lawsuit, but I've read like last week. I read some more on it. It seems. They all were in it together, and so uh, that was what some stuff was saying. Yeah, but, I mean, he did sue them, right? Like, right. But um, this was kind of their way of scamming a bunch of people out of a lot of money, and I don't like that. Yeah. We would actually give all the money to Aroa's grandma, uh, because Connor Aroa and I really like uh, Aroa's grandma. Because yeah, anyone who calls me ugly is all right in my book. <laughs> did she actually call you ugly? Yeah, she yeah. did. 
it was it was because he was he was uh, making fun of me or something. I'm and pretty sure like, what exactly what I said is you were talking about a post like an opinion you had, and I was like, nobody cares, Aroa. And she's like, you know, you don't have that good of opinions, ugly or ugly. My grandson's a million times smarter and more handsome than you. <laughs> it was it was actually pretty sweet. Like I I totally got the impression that she just didn't understand what was going on it was it, it kind of it put a she, smile on my face she cannot comprehend sarcasm at all yeah I, I i don't know if i've said it on the podcast but i once uh for several weeks straight told her that i had i was just eating beans every night for dinner <laughs> that sounds like something you'd say and she thought i was being serious and what? in reality i was just tired of her asking me what i had for dinner and I just kept telling her beans, and eventually she was like, "Do I? Do you need me to buy you groceries because you've been eating a lot of beans?" <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm joking. I've been you're joking like, this whole time. You like show up to to the house, and she's making you food. You're like, "I don't want you to eat beans all the time." It's <laughs> basically what it turned into. It was very silly, and that's that's, that's how I learned that she's. She's like a small child and that she doesn't understand what sarcasm is. Um, I'm going to leave. We're going to end the podcast, but I want to end this on. Uh, this happened like seven years ago. And when I was at my I was living with my sister and I was babysitting my nephew at the time. And he was seven years old. And we had those lights that you have to pull a string to turn them on because, you know, we're poor. And I was like, hey, nephew. Uh, pull the string like turn it on light he was like i can't i can't reach it and i was like why can't you reach it and his reply was i'm seven i'm like well that's fair actually that's that's pretty fair (laughs) anyway i will be back next week we'll be back with episode 174 of the podcast remember uh if you're listening all the way to the end you can also hear us on clinton's core classics uh connor and i are Uller Blurpsum and Retin, you know, and uh, <laughs> you loser. And we will be playing uh, Pathfinder for the next, uh, I think, 12 years. That's how long this campaign lasts, right? Mm, it's going to take us a few years to finish. Yeah. So hopefully Uller Blurpsum and Retin will stay alive in that time. That'd be uh, cool. Uh, not- maybe we could do less filler and actually just finish the goddamn books. We've been at the end of book two for for those who know what Pathfinder and Rise of the Rune Lords is. We've been at the end of the book two for like six sessions now. We could have finished it, but we won't. Listen, I needed to get my Furious Sword on, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your enchantments. I did. I did. And I'm super happy to use that. It's going to be sweet. Although I do want that axe. Yeah, that was a good act. So uh, uh, check out that and more wherever you get podcasts. Clinton Score Classics presents I Rise be, of the Rune Lords. L- let's just let's just say I might be changing alignment to get that fucking axe. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, well, we a, somebody we might be going down. So I hopefully can get you can just that like axe. do something like where you fade out and it slowly just gets quieter during the seg- end segment because otherwise we're just going to be talking about D and D forever. Okay. Anyway, we're leaving. Thank you for being here. Uh, remember to subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already. Goodbye! Please.